Welcome to Man Up Mondays. I'm your host, Brother Will. For this Monday's episode, I want to talk about the kingdom man living in the over-sexualized world. Yes, the kingdom man living in the over-sexualized world. Uh-oh. Yo, 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 what's going yo, on, everybody? We all know yo. that we live in a hypersexual world. Man. If you ain't twerking, you ain't doing nothing. Uh-oh. If you ain't dropping like it's hot, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> if you're not talking about sex, you ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's up? What's up? How can a God-fearing man that wants to do the right thing live in a world that's over-sexualized? Man, how can a God-fearing man that wants to do the right thing live in a world that's over-sexualized? You don't know how? By depending on the word of God. And we have to look at things from a spiritual standpoint. Because Ephesians 6.12, we all know that uh, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Preach. That's right. This is spiritual warfare. The Preach. enemies can't want to send people on assignment uh-huh. to try and get you to slip up and fall from God's grace. That's right. But I'm here to remind you that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 of the King James Version, and it reads, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But we as men, sometimes we can lose sight of that, trying to satisfy our flesh and get caught up with the distractions of the world. You know, but throughout this episode, I'm going to be um, quoting a few scriptures from the book of Proverbs, which was written by King Solomon. And he was the wisest person in his lifetime. But yet, man, yo, he has some serious flesh issues. Man, at one point in his brother's life, he had between 600 and 700 wives. Like, yo, God told him not to mess with them non-Israelite women, but no. Uh-uh. He won't listen, but that's okay. But thanks to God's redeeming power, he shared his journey and encouraged others to avoid the same mistakes and traps that pinned him. That just proves that God can use broken people to accomplish his mission. That's right. Amen to that. Come Amen. on. And it's real important that we know that we need to run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. Uh, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18 through 19 of the New Living Translation. And it reads, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? But if we flip back to verse 9 mm-hmm. of this same chapter, and it reads, Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive or cheap people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Yes. But guess what? God gave us his word. Mm-hmm, his word. To help us do the right thing. That's right. Yes, he did. Now let's explore it. 
Yes, we all know that men are visual creatures. Yes, we are visual creatures. Yo, what you looking at? What you looking at? What you looking at? What you looking at? Uh, it's real important that we have to guard our ear and eye gates. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I understand why Job made a covenant with his eyes. Job chapter 31, verse 1. You understand why Job made a covenant with his eyes. Job chapter 31, verse 1. Reads, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, and it reads, But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. It's real important that we guard our ear and eye gates. Because once you start, I understand there's going to be situations where sometimes you might see things that you that you don't want to see. But when you start staring, then your imagination is going to go off. And then you're going to start fantasizing. You know, some people, they don't have the self-control and they end up places like strip clubs. Uh-oh. With strip clubs, they were designed for people that don't have self-control. Wow. That's what strip clubs are designed for. I've, I've been to you know, strip clubs plenty of times uh, back in the day. Strip no. clubs were designed for people that don't have self-control. They don't guard their ear gates. They don't guard their eye gates. They want to do their things. They want to do things their, their way. way. That's a dangerous place to be. Because mm-hmm. if we can look at things from a spiritual standpoint, man, I'm telling you, if we can actually see what goes on in the spiritual world when we are in our sin, I really do believe that we would not be doing what we do. Come on here. If we were to actually see what it looks like in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. It's scary. I'm telling you. Uh... Guard your ears, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 2. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Yeah, tune your ears instead of listening what this person says, that person, what this person says, that person says. Even the music, we have to be careful what type of music we listen to. A lot of people, they don't understand the power of music. You know, Satan was a musician. You wonder why some of this music sound the way it does because it's, uh, there's hidden meanings. Behind it, a lot of the music, a lot of the music. There's hidden messages in it. So yeah, but that's another topic for another episode for another day. Yes, but we have to guard our ear gates, eye gates. We have to watch the company we keep. Proverbs chapter thirteen verses twenty, New Living uh, New Living Translation. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Yeah, man, we got to stay away from people, places, and things that will cause us to slip up. That's right. That's like me going to a bar knowing that I used to love to drink. Makes no sense. I've been alcohol-free for a few years now, and uh, there's no way I'm going to set myself up like that and actually go to a bar and hang out. Nope. No, because after a while, I'm going to get the urge to drink. I know I haven't drank in years. But still, I used to drink Crown Royal straight. I used to be called Mr. Crown Royal. You know, I had some coworkers that, you know, asked me, knowing I didn't drink, oh, man, you know, it's okay to come to the bar. Oh, not for me, it's not. Nope. You know, think about it. If you have people that really respect you, knowing what you do and what you don't do, they wouldn't ask questions like, yo, you want to come to the bar? You want to go to the strip club? You want to do this and do that? No, if people really cared and respect for you, they will, they will respect what you do and what you don't do. You know, I'm not going to set myself up to go to a bar, definitely not going to go to a strip club or any other type of things I used to do. I'm just, you know, our lives have been transformed by Christ. We need to act like it. 
That's right. Why do I need to hang out at the bar? Why do I need to go to the strip club? You ain't lying. Why do I need to do some things that I used to do? No, my life has been transformed. Anyone can put on the show, but what do you do when no one's looking? That's right. Let's wrap this up. We know that us as men, we are visual creatures. We need, we need to make a covenant with our eyes, not to look lustfully at a young woman. We have to guard our eye and ear gates. I want to read to you Math, Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. It reads, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Guarding your eye gates. Real important. Guarding your eye gates. Um, but we know we have to do the right thing. And from a spiritual standpoint, Galatians chapter 5 talks about how our sinful nature and the spirit are constantly fighting each other. Constantly fighting each other. Read Galatians chapter 5, but let's turn through 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. And it reads, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline which self-discipline means self-control because the way that the enemy comes in, he comes in through fear and you allow the enemy to come into your life through sin. Those are the ways that the enemy comes into our lives through fear and sin. But we just read that God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-control. It can be done. I know that a lot of men have, you know, we have a lot of men that have, flesh issues, people in general, but I really truly do believe that there are people in the body of Christ that do have self-control. They wash their ear and eye gates. You know, they made a covenant with their eyes. They watch the company they keep and they stay away from people, places, and things. I know a lot of men make a lot of mistakes, but I believe there are also a lot of men that do the right thing. I truly believe that. Yes, God will show us a way out. I truly believe that, you know, you have to submit to the spirit. The flesh has to submit to the spirit. We got to use self-control. I don't care what it looks like. Just because something might sound good and look good and feel good, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for us. You got to have self-control. Think about what you're doing. You know, when you're going out in the world, think about what you're doing. There's consequences for our actions. A lot of times, you know, me personally, when I think coming from a married man's perspective, perspective the reason why men cheat because it's easy you know doing the right thing is not easy so it's easy to go out there and do what you do but no have self-control because when you're going out there doing things that you're not supposed to be doing you know you're not thinking about pleasing God you're not thinking about your family you know all you're thinking about is you you're being really selfish really really selfish you know you're not having any kind of self-control but we need to uh we need, allow, we need to allow our flesh to submit to the spirit. Seriously, you got to pray fast and stay away from distractions and things that will cause you to slip up. But we need God's help. Yes, ask God to show you a way out, and he will. I promise you that. Because I've been, you know, set free from the clubs, set free from alcohol. There's some other things I need to work on, but I have been delivered from some things. Amen. And let's finally, let's turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 37 of the New Living Translation. And it reads, no, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ 
who loved us. Yes, through Christ, we are more than conquerors. Yes, amen to that. We are more than conquerors. So despite what the enemy tries to do, even our, you know, our flesh against spirit, you know, we, got, we can do the right thing. We're going to do the right thing. And now I know how a kingdom man can live in an over-sexualized world. That's with the help of God because he gave us self-control. And we are more than conquerors through him. And Jesus defeated death and this world. Amen. I want to thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys in about two or three weeks. God bless y'all. Y'all have a great day. Peace.